I'm Heather Roberts here with Julie Brown from Bend Parks and Recreation. Welcome back. Thank you. It's good to be back. And I appreciate you coming in. It's a little slick out there today, but we're going to talk about really what happened last week. And we don't always like to dwell on the past, but there is a lot of recovery still happening all over the state. A lot of parks and public spaces dealing with tons of damage from the gorge to Portland to Salem to Eugene. What are we dealing with in Bend Parks? You know, we're really fortunate here in Bend that our weather pattern that we have had for the last week and a half was very light on the amount of wind. Um, so therefore, the damage that we've sustained in parks with trees and things is pretty minimal. So our crew was working really hard, nearly around the clock. Um, and But our focus was really on snow removal and certainly putting cinders down so that we could have some traction. You know, every time we have a winter storm like this, we really have to make some priorities of what, you know, what's most important for us. And uh, for the Bend Park and Rec District, our facility parking lots kind of come first and foremost. Our crews get started about three in the morning, clearing those areas. Um, And then we start working on some key trails and some other key parking lots. And those are kind of distributed around the the community. Um, For us, it was a lot of really, really long days and a lot of hard work. But luckily, we're in a situation where we have not had the type of damage sustained that other areas of the state have had. So what they saw was freezing rain kind of crusting the trees and weighting down those trees and then and the ground is saturated and then you get strong wind gusts blowing down some of those trees. So we saw the freezing rain here at the end of last week. We saw the trees crusted and the ground is saturated, but without that wind the trees are still standing. Yes, and I also think the thing that helped um, our situation here in Bend was that we did have that icing over and then it would warm up a little bit and then it would happen again. So it was a little bit more intermittent when we were having those conditions that has helped us to not sustain a lot of damage. Now, as things thaw out, we deal with really muddy, yucky, mucky conditions. Do you have advice for people that are heading out into some of those more natural park spaces where you might be fine in the parking lot, but once you get out on the trail, it's it's pretty gross. Yeah, we're definitely going to have that for several days of until those, it freezes again. It, well, exactly. <laughs> so some of those trail conditions are con- going to continue to be a challenge. I mean, I would recommend to folks. Um, if you want a little bit more consistency of being able to use that, stick with some of our paved trails. We have a lot of parks in this community that have really nice loop trails that are paved the entire way. I'm thinking of Alpenglow Park, Pine Nursery Park in particular, are really good options while more of our soft surface trails are going to have varying conditions. I, I know what it's like to you know be, be trudging through and then all of a sudden have your boot sink ankle deep in some some mushy mushiness so um, those type of conditions unfortunately are going to be a part of it so I think um, picking your route I, I know for a lot of people I saw on on social media over the weekend everyone's dogs have been at home for a really really long time and they want to get out and they want to know the conditions of the off-leash dog areas you know for the most part um, those parking lots are going to have been cleared those turf areas will not have been so mother nature's going to need to do her 
her part with uh, with um, some of the melting in some of those conditions. But it's it's going to be important to just kind of assess those those situations, and they're probably going to change day by day and hour by hour. Are the paved trails cleared the way the parking lots are? Yeah. Uh, yes. Mo- most of them. We we have kind of this prioritization, and our community parks are a higher priority than some of our smaller neighborhood parks, but. Generally, those paved trails are one of our priority areas to be able to clear. We're talking with Julie Brown from Ben Parks and Rec here on FM News 100.1 and 1110 KBND. We talked a while back about a community survey talking about how people use parks and use park facilities. We finally have some of those results in. What did you guys discover from that? You know, talking about trails is is really appropriate based on the community needs survey. Uh, Trails are the most important amenity to the community, and we hear that year after year. You know, we try to survey the community every three years or so, and we ask a lot of consistent questions so that we can gauge how the answers maybe change or stay the same over time. And trails always comes out on top for folks. What was interesting about the survey this time around, more than nine in 10 people said they had used a trail in the last year. So more than 90% of our community, based on the sample size, is telling us that they are using trails. Um, and the number of people who told us they're making use of parks, trails, or recreation facilities on a daily basis or several times a week jumped quite a bit from the last time we asked that question three years ago. So making use of our outdoor recreation opportunity is something that's just super important to our community. Is there any way to know how much of that shift is a shifting population versus a shift in behavior? It's an excellent question because it's a little bit of both because we had the same um, questions and because I wasn't sure if maybe due to the pandemic and COVID, maybe we just want to get outside. Exactly. And so it's a, it's a combination of factors. Um, One of the things that was pretty interesting because one of the other questions we asked was how long have you lived in Bend? And the, um, the group of respondents who have lived in Bend for less than five years and answered that they use the parks and trails on a daily basis was very, very high. So while we do have a lot of long, long, long-term members of the community who have given us that feedback that they are frequent users, our newer residents tend to be even more of that daily user group. It almost... It leads me to think that that's maybe what's drawing some people here is is the ability to go out and enjoy established trails instead of just going out into the, the wilderness. Yeah, I mean, it certainly does seem like that that lifestyle is a draw. The other thing in particular with trails is, you know, we used to see a lot of people use the trails purely for recreational use and enjoyment, it is increasingly more of a transportation corridor as well. So you're going to have kind of daily commute use of trails as well as recreation. And that's something that we see showing up in the survey results. I'm sure not all of the answers were how great Ben Parks and Rec is doing. What did people say is still needed? You know, that that's one of the big things that we ask in this survey is, What is it that you need from your recreation opportunities and how well are those needs being met? So while trails is something that's very popular and people do feel like their need is being met, there's even more demand. So they want us to continue to build out the trail network. 
They want us to make sure that we are taking care of what we have first before we're building new, which is very important. They do want us to um, focus on areas where maybe we have underserved portions of town. You know, we have a, a goal of wanting to have a park within a half a mile walk for all members of the community. It's a lofty goal. We, we currently we're have, yet. we're not there yet. We have about 60% of the community that is there, um, but that's something that we need to continue striving towards. Um, this survey also helps us to see some of those activities that maybe um, we hear a lot of, of, of interest in, pickleball, um, other you know sporting activities, youth, um, baseball and softball fields. This survey gives us a chance to see how many people in the community have a need for this and how well is it being met. It's almost that question of, do people just say they play pickleball because it's such a niche popular thing to say, or are they actually going out and using it? Right. And it's also important for us to be able to see um, you know, what is what of these amenities are we as the Park and Rec District providing and how well is that meeting the need? But there are other opportunities within the private sector that maybe are making um, making these activities possible, too. So we have this survey of of how many people? Uh, it's about twenty seven hundred people took okay. our survey. So almost three thousand mm-hmm. people in the Bend area. Where do we go from here? It's great to have the information. What do you do with it? So the reason that we're doing this right now is because we are about at the midpoint of a 10-year planning cycle where we kind of put together a roadmap of all of the projects that we are going to build. And so we wanted to take a look and see, should we just kind of proceed with the projects that we had planned? We're about at the halfway point. Or are there some adjustments that we need to make? So that's the next part. And um, our staff are going to come back at our next board meeting in February and kind of analyze that and make some recommendations on, are there some things that maybe we need to be looking at adding for some upcoming projects? Or maybe have some of these patterns in what we heard from the community survey told us that maybe some of the things that we thought that we were going to build, maybe they're a lower priority now moving forward. But don't you have your budget set? I mean, these projects are, are part of that kind of long-term funding. So we have a five-year plan for budgeting for projects, and we update that every single year. So it's a so little bit more demand, dynamic, and yes, we can make changes. Okay. What else do people need to know about the survey in the last minute that we've got? You know, um, it, it, it's really, really great to have the survey company tell us that the enthusiast, they love doing surveys in Bend because our community gives more feedback and they've worked with us, they've worked with the city of Bend. Um, it's just this community is really passionate about the opportunities that exist here. And so it's nice to be able to have all of this input from folks. Um, it was really nice to actually see off-leash dog areas. There is a high need. Two-thirds of the households in Bend that took this survey have a dog at home, but it also indicated that with our um, nine off-leash dog areas, we're doing a pretty good job at meeting that need. That's not really a surprise. I mean, people know that people love their dogs in Bend. But we always hear that people want more. <laughs> the, the, what you've got is never going to, people are never going to be satisfied. That's, that's the <laughs> takeaway. It's never going to be enough. Okay, Julie Brown with Ben Parks and Recreation District. Thank you so much for taking some time. Thank you. You're listening to FM News 100.1 and 1110 KBND.